My name is Jamie Atkinson, founder of podcastclosing.com, and this show is built for six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts who are looking to grow and scale their customer acquisition using that show. If you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast and you want to get featured on this show to talk about your own podcast journey, go to top100interview.com. Now over to your glamorous host, Brittany Chaterbock, and don't forget to subscribe for daily interview content. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. It's Basha here. Today we have a super exciting guest, Gul Khan. She teaches her clients the laws of money and coaches them on their money mindset. She's also the host of the Money Mindset with Gul Khan podcast. Welcome to the show, Gul. Thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, thank you so much for having me, Basha. It's, I'm super excited to be here. Likewise, likewise. It's a pleasure to have you. I think we're going to have some great conversation. We'll cover what's working, your podcast, your challenges, and your goals. And I'm sure we'll get a lot of great takeaways from that. Before we jump in, do you mind telling us a bit about your story and where you are today? Oh, it's a bit of a long story. So very succinctly, I am, I was, uh, you know, I grew up in the council estate in the dumps or the ghettos of, of East London. I grew up as a dyslexic student. I went on to become an international lawyer. I set myself goal of being uh, a millionaire before I was 30. I hit that at 27. And then I had not one, but two uh, really horrific marriages as the universe brings it on. <laughs> it takes you through a path. And through my journey, I did do a lot of um, a lot of alternative healing, a lot of um, additional work, including EFT, emotional freedom technique, um, NFT, um, uh, you know, loads loads of different techniques you know that, that I have, have used. And um, I ended up having the ability to heal people. And so when I was at the crossroads, when I divorced, got divorced a second time, right? Actually, divorced a second time round. Both times I divorced the people. And when I was going through my second divorce, I had to make money and I had to go back to work. And the choice was, do I go back to law, which was what I was familiar with, because I'm a, I'm a barrister here in the UK, along with being a fully qualified solicitor, as well as being a New York attorney. Either go back to law or pick a different um, avenue. And at that time, the only reason why I chose to, to work for myself and have a business on my own, the sole reason was to be around my kids. My kids at the time were five and nine. And I knew the fact that if I got back to law, I was working in the banking finance sector. Um, you know, I would, uh, I'm working, you know, being, working in the banking finance sector, I would be away from the kids 60, 70, even 80 hours a week. And that's not what I wanted. And I didn't want them to grow up without a mother. I didn't want them to grow up with nannies and so forth. So I chose to have my business. And that is why I ended up working on where I was. And while I was having my family, I took some time off work. I did a lot of, like I said, a lot of different emotional, um, different uh, modalities and uh, different techniques, including intuitive life coaching. And in my process of learning, I did a lot of pro bono work around money mindset, around healing people's money stories and money and money stuff. And I was very, very good at it. So I thought, what if I could make that into a business? What if I took it professionally rather than just to doing it as a, as a hobby? And that's where, you know, where my path on being a money mindset expert began. And I've just been very, very good at it. I had to heal my own stories, I have to say. When I was doing it for pro bono, I was great. But when I tried doing it as professionally, I had very little lucky clients and I had to heal my own story. So I have everything I've teach now, I've implemented on myself. I've gone in from, you know, back in 2017, when I had literally 137 pounds and 14 pounds coming to me every four weeks because of my divorce. And I was, I wasn't able to have my property or anything else. So there's various reasons, but you know, the short story is I had 137 pounds and 14 pounds coming to me every four weeks back into the, in 2017 to the point where now we're recording this in, you know, coming up to May, end of May of 2023, I now have 
three, um, not I've got multiple companies, but three different avenues where I can say I've got, you know, uh, one company that's seven figures, another company that's uh, coming up to multiple uh, seven. And I've got another company that's going to be hitting eight figures at the end of um, in the next 12 months. So I've got multiple companies with, you know, all in the, all on the range. I, I'm talking about, you know, setting up trust funds and whatever else for my kids and everything else. I'm talking about that kind of money. And this has happened in a very short span of time. And I've been able to do it literally from bootstrap up. And I've, as soon as I was able to heal my own story, it, literally the floodgates open. And that's what I've been able to do for my clients as well. And that's what I teach on my podcast too. That is awesome. So I love that you mentioned that you started as a bootstrapped entrepreneur. What are some of your, I guess, favorite tips and tricks that you've implemented along the way to get yourself to the seven and almost eight figure level now? Oh, I love you. I love that. I'll, I'll answer that quickly. Um, don't worry about the big stuff. Don't worry about getting your website up. Don't worry about getting your 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 professional photos up. Don't worry about all of that. You know, all that all that you know the stuff you think I need to have this before I have a business. I have to do this before I have business. I'll give you a recent example. So I I put in a, a post recently on one of the Facebook groups because we're looking for some additional guests for our podcast. And I always sit out and I always, I'm always looking for different stories. I don't go look for the conventional, um, the, the superstars. I like to look at inspirational stories like mine, which I think give more value. So as I put the post up, I had a, and we were close to a million downloads in my podcast, which is, is done really, really well. So I put the, the stats down, you know, the, the, you know whatever as we're the top 0.5% and whatever, whatever. And I had somebody make a comment underneath saying, well, if you are so successful, why do you still have a Gmail? You would have a professional email account, not a Gmail account. And I thought, what's that got to do with anything? And they just highlighted people's, you know, uh, you know, ideas of what success means. And I wrote in there, look, you know, here's the proof that, you know, I gave them my, um, you know, my Podbean screenshot of how many downloads we had and obviously listen notes to see we're not 0.5% globally and blah, blah, blah. So I gave proof of my credentials and what I was saying in my stats. And then I wrote underneath and I said, focus on the wins, stop fussing over the little stuff. And I think too many entrepreneurs, when they're starting off, they need to think, they, they see all these successful entrepreneurs and they have these amazing websites and they have all these amazing teams and whatever else. You don't need any of that. Stop wasting your time. Until you have money coming in, you have nothing but a hobby. So when you do bootstrap, do bootstrap. Do invest time and energy and money into things which are going to bring you money. Don't worry about everything else. I remember when I first opened up my website, I had a domain. I didn't have a website. I just had my domain, gulkhan.com I bought. I didn't have a website yet. I bought ClickFunnels, had my one page up in ClickFunnels, Bob's Your Uncle, which I created. That's it. And I, that's how I started. And obviously now we have a website and then I've had a professional photo shoot done and whatever else. And the book was released and da, da, da. And I have all those you know, tick box things that you need to think of when you think of an entrepreneur. But I didn't have that in the beginning. And I'm not ashamed of it. Even now, I still use Gmail account for my podcasts, you know, when people use me because I keep it simple. Send me a one sheet. If I like you, you're going to come on. If you don't like you, you don't come on. Simple as that. Don't stress about the list of stuff. Focus on the, on the things which are going to give you the greatest wins. Absolutely. Absolutely. I totally agree. I still to this day, I mean, I, I host this podcast, but I have a business on the side too. I've had it for about a year now. I still to this day don't have a professional email for it. It's just the photography company at gmail.com and that's it. And it yes. works, but I've never had anybody question me on it. I mean, it, I mean, I, I, we have obviously a professional one now, you know, go like go.com, but I don't want to be using that for my podcast. It's a complete different, you know, of things we use it for. So, you know, it's, it's because of different, I have so many different businesses, so many different legs to, I can't be making professional emails for every single business company that I have. So we just keep it simple, keep it a Gmail account. It works. 
Exactly. So what were some of the biggest mistakes that you made when you first started your, your business? I think I'm still making those now is choosing the wrong mentors. I think the very first one I would come to would be because I, I knew about how to help people. And once I healed my story, I knew I could get clients. I just didn't know how to do any marketing. Now I'm very good at marketing, but I had to learn the hard way. And I picked the wrong mentors. And I, kept, I, bl- I remember this woman, I'm not going to say her name, but this one particular woman, I blindly followed her and I bought every course she had and I had everything she gave. And I just bought everything thinking she's the holy grail. She knows what to do. And she's done because she's she was a brand woman who was living in Saudi Arabia and she did really well. And I thought she can do it. I can do it. And I followed her. And honestly, she, it, when I look back at hindsight, you know, what she said worked for her, it wasn't going to work for me or other people because it was just like cookie cutter sort of, uh, you know, scenario. Mm-hmm. And I remember I, I used stupidly at the time. I didn't realize I, I bought all her stuff, which said, her, you know, her emails and stuff like that. And I, and she even said, okay, look at what the emails I sent and use that as a template. I stupidly thought I could use her email as a template. So I used one email from her as a beginning opening email to mine for something. And she threw a fit. Now, that was probably the blessing that I needed because up until that time, I was marketing from her, you know, trying to market my business from her teaching some of the way she was doing it. As soon as this happened and we had a falling out, um, you know, I'm not going to go into what she did. And so Linda say, I let, I completely thought she's toxic. Let her go, completely let go for all her program and teachers and everything else. And I started from scratch again. And I kid you not, within two to three weeks of me starting from scratch and just trying to figure my way out again, I was able to generate my clients. So my my best advice is when you're starting out, don't think one person holds all the answers, okay? And when you choose mentors, absolutely choose mentors. But don't be focused on one particular person. They may not have the answers or may not have the answers that you particularly need. Now, I'm not blaming this individual. She's she's amazing. She must have done well for lots of people, but she wasn't for me. And the fact that we had a falling out uh, for whatever reason allowed me to pull away and look upon my business from a different perspective. And only then did my business flourish. And from then 20, 2018 onwards, uh, you know, I am where I am, you know, from there onwards, I, we hit double, you know, multiple six figures um, from then onwards. So don't be, don't, don't think of you. I think we, we have the imposter syndrome which comes and bites our backside thinking, yeah, we can't do this and I'm not, I'm not competent. Trust yourself, learn from others, but know what's best for you and your business more than anybody else. And don't follow people blindly. I think that's what I'm going to say. And don't follow the you know shiny syndrome. You don't have the shiny um, item syndrome either. You know? Don't go blindly following people. Absolutely. Yeah, I completely agree. I mean, that's every person is so unique and so different. And what works for one person isn't going to work for the other person. It doesn't mean that it's a bad thing. It's just no. business is not some, a cookie cutter field. But you, you, what you find is a lot of people think, well, that thing worked for her and her and her ex and him and whatever. Why isn't it work for me? There must be something wrong with me. No, it just means you need to find a different way, unique way to connect with your audience, with your clients and to, to serve them better because you are a unique individual. You're not X, Y and Z. You are who you are. And I think as soon as you recognize your qualities and you can see how you serve your clients, I think it's very important to work out how you serve your clients. Once you understand how you serve your clients, you can attract the ideal clients to you. Absolutely. Absolutely. So what are some of your favorite marketing strategies and I guess strategies for getting clients to you? I used to be Facebook ads. Ha! Now I hate Facebook ads. <laughs> Did I say that? <laughs> 
um, so it used to be, I think, uh, you know, because I started off in 2018 when Facebook ads were working and it was very, it wasn't as, as easy as 2015, 2016, but still relatively easier compared to now in 2018, 2019. And so, I, you know, that was my favorite, you know, to have the five day challenge and, um, and people come in and to sort of, you know, teach and whatever else and bring them forward. Now, I think it depends on, you know, how, you know, what, what sort of, you know, how are you serving your clients? So I always think of start with the value first. I have my podcast where I give a lot of value. I invite guests over too. So that's where people can see that I'm teaching and I'm, and I, and I'm very open. So in all your marketing, there's one thing that I would have recommend you to be. And then that's what I've done is be very open and authentic. I've messed up. I've, I come from very humble beginnings. I have, uh, I messed up with my, in terms of my marriages as well. I mean, I was a supposedly a very intelligent international lawyer and it had, I mean, not one, but two failed marriages. I had a arranged marriage, which I messed up. And then I had semi-arranged marriages also messed up, right? And you think, you know, you, you learn, but I didn't. So I own up to that, that I don't have the answers and I'm not as smart as people I think I saw myself to be or people think of myself to be, but I pick myself up and I can learn. So when you own up to your mistakes, when you own up, and I said, there's a phrase I call own thine ugly, when you own your ugliness, when you talk about the things that you think you should be ashamed of, people think you should be ashamed to talk about, when you own that about yourself, then no one can kick you, no one can pull you down, no one can embarrass you. Uh, you know, I didn't, I, I didn't get triggered by this person saying, why do you have a Gmail account? I said, well, dude, look at my stats, look how well I'm doing. What difference does it make, right? You yeah. can own your... Your, you know, the 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 things that people can see as ugliness or not sophisticated and not as as well presented, you can own that all the ugliness about yourself and talk about it from a point of view like, yeah, this is me. And when you own your ugliness, when I say, yeah, I have two I have two divorces, yeah, and what I'm very proud of myself to come up not for one but two abusive marriages. When you own it like that, people can't use it against you. And then and you'll find is. Other people, your ideal clients will be attracted to that. So if I can give you an advice on anything, it would be to own your um, your story. And this is something I learned from Russell Brunson when I was, you know, when I first introduced to ClickFunnels. I loved his, the way Russell Brunson teached uh, initially. And, and this idea of having your hero's journey, know your ups and downs and present it in a way that I'm proud of my, you know, my shortcomings. I'm proud of the, I'm proud of being dyslexic. I own very openly that I'm a dyslexic person. Own that and then use that in your marketing because what all that do is you are presenting your true authentic self to the audience. People are going to be repelled by it or they're going to be attracted by it. And that's what you need. So it doesn't matter if your, mar- if your medium is podcast or a book or, um, you know, Facebook ad or YouTube ad or TikTok ads or, you know, whatever form of medium you're connecting with your audience with. As long as you're being true and authentic, there will be a certain portion of the of the population who will be repelled by you and a certain portion who will be attracted to you and a large portion who will ignore you. That's okay. We don't want people, we can let people who ignore us and can let people who, who are repelled by us pull away as well. We're just after the small portion of, of, the, of the community, which is going to think, she talks my language. I like this one. She's a bit quirky. She's like me. I like her. That's what we want. We want people to be attracted to me, who I am, because people buy from people. They don't buy your things. They're not interested in your courses. They're not interested in what you have to offer. They're interested in what you can do for them. And excuse me, more importantly, how can you make them feel about themselves? What can you do to make them feel good about themselves? That's all they're after. They want to feel good about themselves. What can they do with you? How can they work with you to feel good about themselves? Because remember, it's all about everything they want to achieve can be done through them. They have the ability to do it. 
they just need your guidance to be able to do it. It doesn't matter, you know, what either you provide, you know, photo shoots for them, whether you provide a video thing for them, or whether you provide scripts for them or ads for them. They're interested in seeing how you can help them feel good about themselves. Absolutely. Thank you so much for that. I really appreciate all oh, you're providing so much value. It's amazing. Thank you. Tell me about one of your favorite clients' success stories. Oh my God, there's so many. Which one shall I pick? I'll pick this one. I'll pick Sam Alex. So Sam is, um, she she came to me and when she starts, I mean, obviously a lot of people come to me because they have issues with the money stories. But I've, I work with people who, I generally work with people who have at least got an established business. Sam didn't have an established business. She was in that for marketing for the longest time, but she hadn't made any money from it. So she came and um, we have a, for my 12 month mentor, a mentorship program, we have a, a, a payment plan and we have one-time payment. She couldn't do the one-time payment, but she couldn't even make the first payment on the payment plan. And I let her go because something that Sammy told me, she needs to come work with me. Let me give, I didn't give her an option. I said, this is the payment plan. This is it is. You go and work it out. And that's the, that's something else I can add. Don't bend over backwards to, you know, uh, and enable your clients. If you have a certain criteria, keep that because if when you say, okay, I'm not going to budge from here. If you want to work with me, you have to pay this price. The ones who want to work with you will find a way. It's a matter of finding a way or finding an excuse. So this is very important to remember. So this story highlights that beautifully. So she, so I didn't give her a compromise. I said, okay, this is the, the first month payment. This is what you need to do to so start working with me. So she went away and she actually borrowed money from her adult son to pay for that first month. And by the way, all this is shared on her on her testimonial on my page. So I'm not talking out of context without her permission. So it's on there as well. She, so she, she borrowed the money to pay the first month's installment. And then she started, and she was really hands-on. She started working and really started deep diving into what was holding her back and so forth. And she did a lot of inner work. And a lot of people come to me have already done a lot of inner work, but they haven't done specific money related work. And so she started doing the work. And I tell you, within two months, she was at that time working for a school in secondary school as an admin assistant or something. So she had doubled her uh, annual income and made it her monthly income within two months. That's the first thing she did. And within seven to eight months, she was hitting £150,000 a month. That's how quickly she scaled up. Because with network marketing, you can just fly. You can just, the possibility there. So the vehicle for her to make money was there. She was was in her own way. And when she, I did another interview with her recently. And she shared, people look at her and think, well, how did you do it? And they're in the same company, the same network marketing company, but she, her income's sky high and there is. And then she says, I keep telling them you're in your own way. It's not the opportunity. The opportunity is the same for you as it is for me. But the reason why it's working for me, not for you, is because you are the variable factor and you have to work on yourself. Wow. That is amazing. That is amazing. That is so cool. Oh my God. Thank you. <laughs> so actually speaking of the podcast, because you mentioned that you interviewed her, let's let's cover that really quick. So what was the intention behind starting the podcast and what kinds of things do you discuss on there? So <laughs> I'm a very audible person. I, I like talking a lot, as you can see. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so I'm, I, I like talking and I and I, have, I use my hand gestures and so forth. And I remember, again, I, I credit this to Russell Brunson. Russell Brunson kept saying, you need to connect the audience on a particular platform on a regular basis for the longest period and do something that you love doing. And I thought, well, what do I love doing? I, at the time, I wasn't, I, I think I was a bit insecure. I was still working on my, because my, my my second husband really killed my inner confidence in terms of you know, being fat shamed and everything else under the sun. And by the way, I'm heavier now than I was when I was married to him. So just <laughs> FYI, right? So um, so I wasn't heavy at all, but he just, anyway, he made me feel ugly at that. 
so I wasn't confident on camera, even though we, we did the videos, we, we, we recorded it on Zoom, but I didn't release it on YouTube so much. We just went, okay, let me just go through, just have a normal podcast, right? And we released it. And, um, and I, I thought that's a way for me to teach what I, you know, I'm teaching everybody on, on Facebook lives and, and uh, uh, through other, other mediums. So we, that's what, that was the intention behind it. And it just grew into this monster that it is now. Uh, you know, first I was teaching on, on Mondays and I was teaching on Wednesdays and we had just Fridays, which was inspirational stories. And then I thought, okay, well, there's only so much I can teach. Why not bring, get a guest teach now? So that's where Wednesday's Money Talkies was born. So we have guests come on a Friday when they do, they, we share their inspirational story, their hero's journey. I call it the hero's journey. So a Friday feature. And then the same guest would teach a strategy or a methodology on the Wednesday that helps the audience to build a better business. That's the that's the tagline for that, you know, to, to a methodology or a strategy to build a better business. And that's what we teach. So, the, so but I try to get guests who are, you know, it's not that they have thousands and thousands of following. I get guests who have inspirational stories because my story is inspirational. I think anybody who listens to my story to see what I am. I've got proof of everything. I'm not, you know, making stuff up. It, it sounds like, oh my God, she must be lying. She must be making things up. No, anybody who's followed my journey, and I have it's all documented now because I've been on the on I've been public forum for the last seven years, they can see where I was and where I'm starting off and where, you know, and to where I am now. And um, it's all literally documented online as well. So it's if it's possible for me, it's possible for anyone. And I really do believe that people can dream big and they can achieve anything. But the first point of anything before you have success in any area of your life is sorting out your traumas. And I specifically focus on money because if you can, how you do one thing is how you do everything. If you have a trauma around money, I promise you will have trauma around relationships. You'll have trauma around um, your health, a trauma around about having healthy boundaries, so many things. So when people come to work with me, they come to work with me on the, on the pretext that they're going to be working on money. No, no, we work on traumas. Okay. But it's all money related. And the impact that, ha- that comes on the, the amount of black and white in terms of money in the bank account and in terms of what the opportunities that opens up and what's possible for them, it just blows them away. And that's what they, they you know, they, they stay with. But if I tell people, you're going to come with me, you're going to cry, nobody would want to work with me. But when they come and think, okay, well, I'm going to make more money, I'll go through this trauma, I'll go through healing this trauma, I'll make money, I promise you. The end game is so much more than money. It's so much more because when you healed your trauma, you get to live. A lot of people, Sasha, Basha, they are existing. They're not living. When you heal your traumas, be it for whatever reason, for relationships or for money, and I think money is a really good incentive more than relationships. Fix your, you know, your traumas for your money and then relationships will follow. But when you do that, you actually get to live. And so the... the that's the, that was my point to make sure that this podcast was able to reach audiences and allow them this this give them this glimmer of hope that this you know one they can fix their money stories and two um hear all these inspirational stories from all these people who've gone on to do amazing work. I'm going to share if you if we have time. I've got well, this one story I want to share with you. She's not as famous, and I I wish I forgot I've forgotten her, the client's name now. This the, the guest's name rather. She's not a client. She's a guest. She this woman was inspiration to me. Okay, this woman had was raped at 16, had a child from that from that incident, and that child had special needs. She went on to get married and had three more children. And by as the universe have it, the luck would have it, she'd had all three of her children had special needs. Her daughter was unable to communicate, speak. She was being bullied at school. Now, this woman at one stage in her life was kicked out of home 
um, you know, she had, I think the, the husband left or something happened. I can't remember what happened, but she was lifted. She literally, she literally had to pick her children up and leave home. She was kicked out of her home and she slept in Walmart car park the whole night with her four children. Okay. And that from that point to the point when she's sitting in front of me and, and doing the interview, she had gone to, to become a multi multi-millionaire. Okay. And um, so not only that, she was now teaching other women of how to become entrepreneurs and how to you know, be self-sufficient and how to do things for her. And the most beautiful story that she shared was not only that, her daughter was being bullied because of special needs. Her daughter wasn't able to communicate, wasn't able to speak. And so she had very little prospects of getting a job at, at once you know, she you know, finished high school. So she taught her daughter skills of her running her own business to the point where she was now 20 years old, had bought her own home, cash down and was running a successful business itself. Now, tell me that's not an inspirational story. That is, I, I want to cry. That is so beautiful. Isn't it just? And those are the kind of people that I like to bring forward. And I want to showcase to people that, look, if she can do it, you can do it. And this, there's no such thing as a sad story. In my, in my world, the way, I, the, way I, the way I teach is everything happens for you. Nothing happens to you the universe god whatever you want to you know i'm muslim and i say allah but you can give it whatever name or terminology you want to give it universal energy devices energy god is not against you every every turmoil you go through every hurdle you go through every heartache you go through is preparing you for your greatest highest good is actually bringing you closer to the goals you have so about myself i would say I would hand down say, I don't know another person who is as emotionally and mentally strong as I. I don't. I really don't. I am the strongest I know. But to get to this point, if I tell you the things, the traumas I went through, uh, you know, when I say I've been body shamed, I literally had my, it's a small story. I haven't got time to go into it. But at this one point, my, my ex's girlfriend, she got on the phone. She goes, Go, you don't even know what he's talking about you. Let me tell you what he says about you. Okay. She got me on a three-way call and she made me hear what he said to her about me, which was everything. Even just, you know, so he was saying, you know, why do you, you know, he pretended to be impotent with me. She goes, why do you, why does God think you're impotent? And he said, have you seen how ugly she is? You know, she, and he went on to with graphic detail describe my body parts and how, how revolted it is. And every time, no wonder he becomes flaccid because he looks at my body parts and makes him sick. He described me in such horrific details. And she goes, and then when she put the phone and she goes, that's a normal conversation. I just have to mention your name and that's how he talks about you. And imagine that's the kind of thing that I had to deal with. So when I say I had to deal with, you know, figuring out, we're making about a physical appearance, I had a lot of healing to do. So <laughs> I'm healed now, as oh, you see, yeah, no makeup. Absolutely. I've done healing, I'm, I'm no makeup, I'm cool with it. I'm cool with my body and I'm okay with it. But I had to go through the healing. So I am as strong as I am now because of, that was just one tip of the iceberg that this guy made me go through. This guy broke me to pieces. I have no ill feelings towards him because I think he was my biggest blessing. He made me what I am today because I am as strong as I am, as, as successful as I am, as accomplished as I am, because he broke me, God made me back from literally from the ashes to be who I am. And today I love who I am. I'm so proud of who I am. I wouldn't be this person had I not gone through that trauma. So if I can say this to you, whoever's listening in this moment of time, doesn't matter what you're going through. And I don't really don't care what you're going through. I promise you, it's for your betterment. It's going to get you to where you, your highest dreams are. And, this, and there's a saying, the, the further the arrow is pulled back, 
the further it shoots out. So the further you go back, the more you deal with, the more traumas you go through, the more the blessings are waiting for you. You just have to have faith and you have to carry on. You cannot stop. That, oh my God. That is, that, that is really, really inspirational goal. And I think that, that is the perfect place to leave off. Thank you so, so much for coming on. I really enjoyed this interview. If anybody's looking to get in contact with you, what is the best way for them to find you? I think the best thing would be to come and listen to my podcast, which is we have our podcast on, on all the podcast platforms. And we now do have a YouTube channel. <laughs> so now we have a YouTube channel too, which is again, same thing, Money Mindset with Girl Khan. Otherwise they can find me, they can look, they can also get my book, which I think the, the story that I've, I've given small snippets of my story, but there's, there's a, the first chapter in my book, Laws of Money, the laws of money is um by Gold Khan. You can actually get it on Amazon and all, all the outlets. The first chapter has all my story in there too. So check me out, go and check my podcast or YouTube channel. And, and I'm on also on IG too. Same, same um heading, money mindset with Gold Khan. All right. Thank you so much once again. Thank you. Group, if you're listening and enjoyed, please like and subscribe. If you're a six-figure entrepreneur and would like to come on the show, please visit top100interview.com. Thank you. Hey everyone, I hope you really enjoyed that episode. As always, if you want to listen to more daily interview content, make sure you subscribe. And here's three ways I can help you in your business for free. One, check out my video on how we're building a pipeline that produces 30 plus prime sales calls every single week using podcast setters and a basic interview funnel. And this is actually how I was able to quit social media forever. You can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash setters. Two, if you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast, we actually want to interview you on one of our top 100 shows. Head to top100interview.com and then three, download our podcast closing formula. It shows you how to create a podcast sales team that books out your sales calendar each week using the podcast closing client attraction method. And you can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash podcast formula. Now at podcastclosing.com, we help six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts create a system for predictable client acquisition without relying on paid advertising or social media by building out podcast sales teams. Now, if you want help turning your podcast into a high ticket client acquisition machine, then book a call with our team to see how we can help. Go to podcastrebels.com forward slash chat. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next interview.